A very warm welcome to Fly to Freedom, an eating disorder recovery podcast that aims to give hope and inspiration to others trapped in the dark prison of an eating disorder. To reach out and take steps to recover and fly to freedom and peace. I'm Julia Trahane, your host, an eating disorder recovery coach who is now living in freedom after 40 years of anorexia, orthorexia and exercise addiction. My mission is to give love and support to anyone who feels ready to start their recovery journey. I hope you enjoy this podcast. I'm very grateful to you for being here. Please like, follow and rate it to enable me to reach others who need help. Right, let's get on with today's episode. Hello and welcome to today's episode of Flight of Freedom. And I'd like to talk about weight gain today, specifically why we are so afraid of it. Because everyone is right. We're literally all scared of gaining weight. Are you living in an eating disorder, going through all the cycles of fear, restriction, shame, binging, guilt, purging? You know that you're living in hell, but you feel trapped. You want to recover and live a normal life, but you just can't get past the fear of gaining weight. Why are we so scared of weight gain though? What has caused us to have this overwhelming fear? And where did it come from? When we get curious about this and start digging deeper to find the why, it can help us to start questioning those beliefs and fears that are keeping us stuck and stopping us from taking those important steps to recovery. It's incredibly hard to accept your natural unrestricted body when you are constantly bombarded with messages from everywhere you look, telling you who to be, how to look, and what you need to do to be acceptable to society. When in truth, all that you need to do is to be yourself. So what is a belief? A belief is something we consider to be a fact and anything that we assume to be true. We use our beliefs to keep us safe and to help us understand and navigate the world. We also try very hard to protect our beliefs from change because we want to believe in them so fully. Our beliefs serve to function as our subconscious mind they become ingrained in us. We take them for granted and use them as a guide to determine between good and bad, right and wrong, safe or dangerous, beautiful or ugly, desirable or undesirable, worthy or unworthy, acceptable or unacceptable, achievable or unachievable. But how are our beliefs formed? Beliefs are generally formed by what we experience, what we're told, and what we deduce from watching and listening to others or the world around us. Most of our core beliefs were formed when we were children. Because when we were born, we have no preconceived beliefs. We are like little sponges 
and soak up meaning in everything around us as we naturally begin to learn. So imagine yourself or any tiny baby in the arms of its mum and just hearing words like lose the baby weight and I hate my tummy um, and things like that. And although the baby doesn't know what the words mean, the baby can detect the negativity and the tone of voice used around those words. And it all starts to soak in to this beautiful, pure little sponge. And this is how the beliefs start. Our parents, caregivers, and the environment we live in play a huge part in molding our beliefs at first. This is then added to by the school environment and our friends as we grow older. Up until the ages of seven or eight-ish, we're actually unable to discern between what is true and what is false. We've not yet developed the analytical part of the brain to do this. So we generally accept everything we are told and experience to be the truth. Remember when you totally believed in things like Santa and the Tooth Fairy, and they were so, so real to you. Perhaps you were told when you were a child that eating too much chocolate would make you fat. When you're receiving this message, it's giving you a number of different messages. It says that fat is a bad thing that can be, should be avoided. That eating something you're enjoying have a negative outcome. And this is then telling you that your own body signals cannot be trusted. And every time you hear little comments like that or see somebody turn down a piece of cake because they're going to be good, that's telling you that eating cake is bad. It's telling you that things that you like are not good for you. And then you've got things like the Disney princesses in the films on the telly, and they're all incredibly beautifully long hair and these bodies that fit all society's ideals. And they're the heroes, the heroines and the ones everybody loves. And then the baddies in these films, the ugly sisters, are the ones that don't fit society's standards. They're the ones in bigger bodies with disfigured features and disabilities. And so even down to the, the programs our children watch and we watched as children all contribute to this implicit bias that thin is good and fat is bad. When you get to school, you get healthy eating lessons and what you should be doing. There's so much shoulding that goes on at school. And if you, you're told that if you sit down and you watch too much TV, you're lazy. And so you take away from this that you have to move to be acceptable, that you have to eat certain foods to be acceptable. And if you don't, that means you're bad but you're not bad, you're not a bad person. Kids in bigger bodies were bullied at school. And in the media, on the news, it's all about weight loss and health and how being in a bigger body has such detrimental things on your health. 
And this insidious messaging is literally everywhere. And the more you're exposed to all this, the more your young mind believed it to be fact and formed beliefs that are then stored in your subconscious mind. And our subconscious minds do not care about what is true or false. They simply store the facts we believe and act as our autopilots to make our life easier and keep us safe. It serves to automate our actions and responses to certain situations. Think about what happens when you want to clean your teeth. You don't actually think, right, I'm going to pick up my toothbrush. I'm going to pick up the toothpaste. I'm going to take the lid off the toothpaste and put a small amount on my toothbrush. You don't think that you're going to move the toothbrush over your teeth. You don't think about any of these actions at all because they come from your subconscious mind and they are now automated, which makes your life easier because you don't have to think about everything you do. Remember when you first started driving, if you drive, and everything was terrifying and it was all hard work and you had to think, think, think all the time. And now when you get behind the wheel of a car, you literally don't think about driving at all. It just happens, it comes automatically. And we have hundreds, if not thousands, of all these responses stored in our subconscious brain. And many of them serve us very, very well to make life easier and safer. Unfortunately, there are also many that serve us in a very, very negative way. When we have these deep rooted beliefs, we cling to them subconsciously and our minds look for proof then to validate and bolster them how we think and feel and act will all be based on these beliefs. And with beliefs about weight gain being bad, you have got literally some of the biggest industries in the world, the food industry, the diet industry, the beauty industry, the fitness industry, and they are all making millions, billions out of making people feel less than. They are making us all feel insecure and have been for decades and decades. And they're doing it for profit, not because they want to help us. None of it's to help us. Even the medical industry, the pharmaceutical industry, they make billions out of people's insecurities, out of their fears so they compound them. And our beliefs really aren't ours. They were given to us and they were given to our parents. And when you look around, I know so many women that, in fact, I'm gonna turn that around. I know very, very few women that believe that they are beautiful as their authentic selves. Because nearly every woman I know believes that she has to fit in and change her body and restrict herself and live in a horrible place just to make herself acceptable. Which is so wrong. And if you think about your friends, and think about the people you love and think about what you love about them. 
it's got nothing to do with their body size. It's got nothing to do with how they look. It's got nothing to do with what they eat or what they wear or how they wear their hair. It's got nothing to do with any of that. What you love about people is how they make you feel, that they make you laugh, that they make you feel heard, that they make you feel loved, that you enjoy spending time with them. Nothing to do with how they look. So when you've got your fears coming up and your fear of weight gain is threatening to engulf you, stop for a moment and just think about where did the fear come from? And is it really true? Is it your fear? Or is it just an implicit bias brought around about by masses of big industries and societal conditioning and culture and parental conditioning from decades and decades and decades? Because I know that I am so much happier not conforming to society's standards and not worrying about what people are going to think of me. Because in truth, when I can be me, that's when I'm happiest, when I'm not trying to change myself to be acceptable to others. I hope you enjoyed this episode and I hope it was helpful to you. I would love for you to give me a five-star rating which will help me to reach other people. And also, if you click on my website link, there is a free down, uh, starting recovery survival guide that you can download to help you on your way. And do feel free to contact me if you'd like any help and support with starting your recovery, or maybe you're a little bit further along and you'd like some support to keep going. I'd love to hear from you. Thank you very much for listening. Bye. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Please do remember to give me a follow and a five-star rating. This will enable me to reach more people that need help. If you would like to talk to me about how to work with me and you're ready to take the next step, just check out my website at juliatrahane.com. Thank you for listening. I'm so grateful.